0: Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. On our show, we discuss the issues of the day and how they are affecting our society, our nation, and the world. Thanks for joining us. Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. Today is Thursday, January 21st, 2021. So it is the first full day of Joe Biden's presidency, if that's what we're calling it. And uh, so we're off to a really fantastic start. I guess people on the left must love this. You know, Joe Biden, when I look at him, I got to be honest, he just just makes my skin crawl. Sorry if that's not too unifying, but uh, uh, he makes my skin crawl. And I think that uh, the good name for him should be President Yech. I think that's the best way to sum him up. So on the first full day of President Yech, uh, let's see what he did today. What what things did he put into effect today? Uh, He increased gas taxes. That's Pete Buttigieg is doing that. And uh, let's see what else did he do. He said COVID is going to take months to turn the corner on. So he mocked Donald Trump relentlessly about COVID, but now he says it's going to take months to turn the corner on. He's closing down the Keystone pipeline, and he wants transgender women in sports. Uh, There was a terror bombing in Iraq, killed two people. And there's Antifa riots in uh, in Portland. There's Antifa riots in Portland. And Parler uh, was being accused of being a Russian plant in in Congress. So that's what they're about. That's what they're working hard on over there. And, you know, the Pete Buttigieg move, uh, raising gas taxes, uh, that's a regressive tax. One of the things that the left campaigns for all the time is you know, against the big guy and in favor of the little guy. But the truth of the matter is the gas tax, gasoline tax at the pump is a regressive tax. It affects people who are low income more than it affects people of high income, low income people driving back and forth to their minimum wage jobs, or maybe even a little bit better than that. And they're just getting by and now the gas price goes up. So that's becomes much more difficult for them. But if you're rich, You are driving one of your many cars to one of your many homes, and high gas prices really don't affect you that much. So, whether Bernie Sanders is at one of his three homes, Joe's at one of his two or three mansions, whether Obama's on his $15 million waterfront property in Martha's Vineyard, you know, it doesn't really affect them. Who cares if there's higher gas prices? So, that's Pete Buttigieg. And I don't know, I, I feel a lot better about it, because I guess it came from an openly gay man. So I guess that's a good thing that uh, I don't see what his sexuality has to do with his job. But, uh, you know, this is why they like to appoint people not based on what they can do, but based on what niche they're filling in the agenda. It's really horrible. Uh, The left is so exploitive of people's race and 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 sexuality they use it all as just to divide p- political wedges between people it's really quite repulsive and uh also joe old joe there he'll sign whatever they put in front of him so one of the things they put in front of him he seems really excited about it though is uh, transgender athletes there should be transgender athletes in girls athletics so You know, this is in no way fair to women. Uh, You know, the people on the left, when it comes to these issues, it's completely, they're like, I don't know where they are. They're completely unreasonable. I mean, let's talk about basic science. Okay, first of all, if somebody's in high school, they're a high school athlete, and somebody in high school is identifying as a transgender woman. So that's really a decision they've made. That's an identity they're saying they are. They're saying, I'm this, I'm a woman. And you know they have the right to say that. I'm a transgender woman, they're saying. and and maybe it's a just maybe it's identity. Maybe they've even had some medication therapy, some pharmaceutical therapy, maybe surgery. I hope they'll know surgery before they're eighteen years old. Uh, I'm sorry if that's a far out position. but uh, so but other than those things, when a person at that age is saying they're transgender, it's a decision. It's in their mind. Maybe they're getting some hormone shots. But, you know, every single cell in their body is made up, is a male chromosome, is, is male. DNA, their DNA is male. Every single cell in their body is XY. Every single cell in their body says they're a man. It, their cells, science, doesn't care about their personal decision, uh, choice of identity. It's a male, genetically. And to make men who identify as women compete against biological women is so wrong to the women. I mean, it's really anti-women. It's really horrible, actually, when you think about it. But, I mean, I saw something today. An MMA fighter, transgender MMA fighter almost killed another woman by crushing her skull in in a fight. They're letting a, a, a DNA male fight a dna female in the ring that that's now acceptable because somebody made a decision about their identity and if you don't honor that you're you're biased in some way but you know people on the left you if you just look at sports right it bears out the case in every place where there's professional sports that are played by both men and women they're divided there's men's basketball women's basketball baseball baseball you know, skiing, track and field, every field, every, every sport where there's a male and female category, they're separated. And the reason they're separated is not because they're biased and bad people, but it's because genetics says they must be, or else you can't compete. A woman can't compete. Maybe a woman could beat a man once, twice at something, but long-term, they're not going to beat him. A female basketball team is not going to beat the men's team Uh, you know all the time maybe they'll win once in a while but uh by and large they're going to lose and it's just science doing its work if you remember that old song blinded me with science you know we need a little blinding with science because the women can't compete so it's completely unfair what joe biden's doing if you have a daughter in high school who's worked her heart out since the time she's a kid to work her way up and now somebody who identifies as transgender comes in and competes against them that's completely unfair she's not completely competing against a woman she's complete competing against a man uh who's identifying as a woman it's not at all the same thing and it's really bizarro world where this is even in question why can't there just be if transgender people want to have sports why don't they just have their own category Obviously, they believe the movement is big enough that it's enough that there's people everywhere to address. So you should be able to put together a track team, right? Maybe not at every single school, but maybe in the entire school district or something. Why not just have a transgender category? Is that so difficult? Because it's not really about that. It's about wiping out norms the people i don't blame the people necessarily transgender i blame the people who are pushing the politics of it They, they want to just wipe out any kind of norms uh they want to blur the line as much as they can in order to tear down society and they're doing they're moving right along with it uh another great thing that joe biden said last night is a mask mandate on uh federal property And then later that night he was photographed while giving a speech, he's giving a speech without a mask on federal property, the the Lincoln Memorial. So this is the way they roll over there, they make a rule and then they just turn around uh, and ignore it, the whole thing is absurd. I didn't watch Joe Biden's inaugural address when it happened, um, but I did watch it last night finally. And in there he said something very horrifying. He he talked about a domestic, a war on white supremacy and domestic terrorism. Okay, first of all, this term white supremacy, it's by definition, it's racist when you're applying it to a large group of people. You know, if there's some nut job in his basement somewhere, you know, who's a white, I've never met a person like that in my life, but they're out there, I guess, you know, those few people, maybe it does but it does not apply in general They're throwing it around the halls of Congress. They're calling other Congress people. They're calling citizens. They're calling 74 million Trump supporters, white supremacists. First of all, it's racist. Okay. By definition it's racist because what kind of supremacy, white supremacy, it's defining people by their race, by their white, you're white. Oh, maybe you're a white supremacist. So it breeds hatred of one race towards another. Um, and it's, it's just flat out a racist term. It's the definition of racism, defining somebody by the color of their skin. So they're doing that. And then they're turning around and they're calling everybody who, you know, basically grew up loving the country, loving the Constitution, loving our freedom, our freedom of speech, our freedom of assembly, our right to bear arms, all these things. They're calling these people domestic terrorists. And Joe Biden yesterday declared a war against white supremacy and domestic terrorism. Folks, this is frightening stuff. Okay, they're going to start coming after people. They're going to start tagging people as domestic terrorists. And then, what's his name, John Brennan, who was the used to be the head of the CIA, who made up the whole Russian story, who planted the whole thing against Trump, was on CNN, gleefully, you know, licking his chops about how the FBI is now going to go after these domestic terrorists, much like on the scale he said of the way we go after them in Iraq and Iran, or not Iran, but Iraq in the Middle East, Afghanistan, where we have to hunt out insurgents. That's what they plan on doing to the American citizens based on their racist definition called white supremacy. We have to push back against this narrative. It is racist, it's disgusting, and we must call it exactly what it is. The left is looking to Not all, but the the people who are running the agenda there, because I don't believe necessarily Joe and, you know, Joe and Mary Democrat necessarily are looking to do harm to their neighbors, but the people who are on top of the movement certainly are, they're looking to dominate and they don't care about what race anybody is. The thing that's so deadly and it's so such exploitation to use race is because you can't change your race. A white person can never be black. A black person can never be white. So if you could divide people based on something that's fixed and permanent, you could keep them fighting forever. You know, So they're not looking for a solution. There's been injustices in the past in this country. And the way to correct those is to make things more fair. But truthfully, in the last 30 years, things... I see people living equally. I, I know many, many people and I don't see, I see people of all races serving at all levels in the community, all kinds of jobs, professionals, working class, everybody, military. I don't see people dividing themselves this. I think this is artificial overlay that these radical, they're fascists at this point, the fascist left, they don't want anybody to vary from their story they're doing exactly, if you look up what the Reichstag fire is, and when Hitler came to power, the left is basically following that playbook. I'm sorry, but that's what's happening. They are identifying people as political enemies. They shut down parlor. They're trying to shut down free speech. They're threatening uh, political enemies. They're trying to take control of the economy. Fascism is another form of socialism. And in the modern, and part of, socialism and communism, communism is actually when the government is running the means of production. And in the modern world, there's a lot of different industries, but the means of production is energy. It's oil. That's the means of production in the modern world. And the left is looking to control it. Their fascist socialist philosophy wants to control the means of production of oil. And Joe Biden's starting right in by closing down the pipeline. You know, forget about the long-term effects for oil and everything that it means and in, in oil independence and just a philosophy that we don't have to rely on other countries he's putting so many people out of work by doing this people who also invested their time and their money to get this pipeline up and running now it's all wiped out this is only day one of president Ich, and it's about to It's bound to get worse as we go along. And it's also day 14 of fascist America, where they're continuing to crack down on free speech, continuing to crack down on civil liberties, continuing to crack down on anything traditional, traditional family, anything like that. And they mean business. The left is coming and they mean business. So you need to get out there, folks. You need to talk all peace-loving, freedom-loving people, You need to talk to your neighbors and get them wise to what's really going on in this world because we need to event some really devastating and horrific cataclysmic consequences that seem to be looming on the horizon well you know i know it's not a fun way to end but unfortunately that's the reality of what's going on but as always keep liberty alive within you and remember one little match dispels a whole room of darkness so any place that you could spread light and love and truth then do that and eventually the light will conquer the dark all right i'm nicholas tutora and i'll talk to you again on another episode of tutora time